Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast. I'm Pastor Corey with my, my friend, Waming Newman, the audiovisual tech extraordinaire with our ministry, Police Federated Church. Hey, Waming, it's good to be with you. It's good to be here. All right. You're over there in your office, Gratitude Central again. Yeah. Gratitude. If you're listening to the podcast, you can't see all the wonderful gratitude signs in the office. Wow. You're thankful, but you haven't filled in the blanks there. Yeah. I was hoping that we can we can come up with some ideas. Oh, okay. So yeah. we we could come up with some ideas. I, did you see my new button that says, I choose gratitude? I you love it. I forgot my button. Okay. There are buttons at the church, though, if you need one. And yeah. there's plenty for folks to take one for themselves or others. Um yeah, Choose Gratitude is our gratitude campaign. It's really for the month of November. Uh, our friend Tim Sievers is the, you know, the wonderful architect of it. He's taken one more week off the podcast, probably back uh, next week. Um, but uh, we are choosing gratitude because God calls us to be thankful people, and there's plenty to be thankful for. So, yeah, Waming, let's think of something we're thankful for. What is something in your week, even this week, that you're thankful for? I don't know. It's been raining a lot, but yeah. I'm really grateful that we didn't have as bad as a fire season as we did last year. Yeah, at least in our area. Yeah, yeah we had that the year before that we had the terrible uh, Labor Day fires that yeah. destroyed like Malden, Pine City. And yeah, so that, that that's good. Sometimes we should be thankful for bad stuff that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful for you and your volunteering, uh, with our youth ministry. Um, I'm thankful for the youth ministry. They made a fun video that's going to be coming out soon. Um, uh, kind of a Halloween theme, yeah. so to speak. Um, so, Hey, that's the big holiday coming up, uh, that people think of as Halloween, but you know what October yeah. 31st also is on me. I'm not sure. What is it? <laughs> it's reformation day it's the day that we protestants celebrate that uh the reformation started or martin luther as the story goes uh, uh started the, the reformation back october 31st 1517 by nailing a list of 95 theses or arguments on the church door in wittenberg uh basically complaints and questions that he had against the church at the time the roman catholic church uh, and that started a process of, of reforming, which led to Protestant denominations like the churches that we're involved in. So, uh, yeah, that so and now kids still dress them in holidays to remember on, the, on this holiday to remember Martin Luther right now. Are you going to the uh, treating with your family? Um, probably not. We might do. Uh, I think, in fact, we did sign up for the. What do they call it? The trick or trunk? Yeah, trunk trick or trick, trick, trick trunk or trunk. Tr- something like that. Trick or trunk on um, Halloween night, Sunday night. Is it five thirty to seven? Oh, I hope I have the time right. It's in the evening downtown by this in front of the skate park. We're going to open up our trunk and have it slightly decorated and in a fun way, and then kids can get candy from us and others. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do that. Uh, like we're in fun. a new house we're in a new house since last year and it's kind of at the end of the street so we'll see if anybody comes to our house i imagine some of our kids will be home or at least one of our kids that will give candy to anybody who comes to our door so um but yeah. they have to go down a really dark street to get there yeah yeah 
anyway uh <laughs> so what's another thing you're grateful for if you choose gratitude i don't know i'm trying to think are you thankful for school you're in the middle of a uh, college um <laughs> i want to i want to just lie and say yes i'm thankful for school but just right where i'm sitting at right now at school it's, it's been I'm thankful for it. So I'm getting an education. It's just right now, it's stressful. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Yeah. You know, um, I think we, you know, the, the Bible verse uh, in 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says that, that we're to give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That, that, that doesn't mean we have to necessarily like everything going on or like yeah. the feelings that come with hard situations, but that there is reason to give thanks even in the midst of difficult stuff, you know, so like you said, giving thanks that you're getting an education, lots of work right now for you. I, I see you doing it. It's probably stressful deadlines, balancing, having two other jobs, you know, working for the church, working for the grocery store, getting your, getting your homework done. Um, but yeah, one day you'll definitely be given thanks that you did this, but yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, cool. I'm giving thanks for our cross country team. I'm one of the local coaches. We have a big race this weekend, our regional race, but uh, just thankful the middle school season ended. Um, I'm not thankful that the middle school season ended. I'm thankful that I got to coach the middle school kids. They're, they were a great group and just an opportunity for me to serve our community and serve those uh, youngsters and their families. It's uh, awesome. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. So if folks want to sign, um, they can get them right here in the church building. They can request them, uh, whatever format you're listening or watching to this, uh, use, use the messaging feature or the comment feature to ask for um, a sign or a button or two, and we will connect them with you. I'm starting to see them pop up around, around town. So, yeah. You know, yeah. one of the best things about these signs is you what? don't have to be a part of our church to have one. We just oh. want to share the gratitude. Yeah, it doesn't say our church name on it. That oh. wasn't really the point. We don't really want it to just be contained within us as a church. It could be whoever wants a sign that is grateful and wants to express that. So good point, Mommy. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's other things coming up in the gratitude campaign. Uh, there's going to be thank you notes. There's going to be the Tower of Gratitude with magnets that you can write things you're thankful for and put it on our bell tower. There's going to be organizations in our community that you can be thanking during the month. Um, lots of good things coming up. So looking forward to it. You you know, check out the online worship. Join us for in-person worship if you can. You'll see that uh, in the in the slides, in the pictures, before the worship, you'll see pictures of people's signs and things uh, in their yards that are starting to come in. So that's pretty cool. That's the kind of thing Wang Ming does. He puts together a lot of our our uh, tech and video stuff. So, all right. Um, any other stuff you want to talk about before we dive into the scripture? I think we're ready for the scripture. All right. Well, we're in John 12. <laughs> If you want to go in your Bibles, folks, uh, John 12, 9 through 26, and rather than read it fairly lengthy, I'm just going to tell the story and kind of continue the story. And that is Jesus is, is finally getting to Jerusalem, and he's been planning to do it for a very, very long time. And 
But we find out as he gets there that the religious leaders are not only plotting to kill him, but to kill Lazarus, because Lazarus is kind of the walking, living evidence of that Jesus, you know, raised Lazarus from the dead. So they got to get rid of Lazarus too. And so, so that's part of the story. We see a really excited crowd. They get palm branches. They're shouting Hosanna, you know, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. They're just, they're excited. They think Jesus is the Messiah, but they don't quite have the right idea of what kind of King he is. Um, but they're excited. And then we see Jesus is kind of stunning in all this. He rides in on a, on a donkey or a colt, a young donkey. And, um, you know, not a kind of a humble beast, not really a powerful stallion or anything like that. And, and then as he comes into town, Philip has some Greek people come up to him and they want to know where Jesus is. Philip goes to Andrew. Andrew and Philip take these people who are from far away uh, who want to see Jesus. And they take them to Jesus. And Jesus kind of sees this as a, or he sees this as a signal that his hour has come. That all this, this plan to come and, and rescue the world through his life, death, and resurrection is happening. It's unfolding. And then he launches into a sermon about how you save your life if you want to if you want to uh, really have life, you have to lose your life. If you if you love your life the way it is without God, you're gonna you're not gonna get the life that God has for you. But if you if you hate life without God, then and you and you receive what God has for you, you can really like a seed that dies into the earth. You can really become your full potential um, and become somebody who God created you be to be somebody who serves him and is going to be honored even by him. Um, so there's lots of cool stuff in this um, scripture. Um, what do you make out about the part where they want to kill Lazarus too, the religious leaders? What, what do you think about that? I don't know. Um, it's interesting how they have turned more into like, now we must kill them to kind of like, show that we're the right we're truly the right ones yeah we're yeah. so right we're gonna kill you, you yeah know? Uh, they're pretty confident it, you brought up a good point when we were talking about this off camera um that you know it's really easy to point fingers and say look at those people who had murder in their hearts but then you brought up the teaching of jesus in the sermon on the mount where he said uh, if we hate people in our hearts uh we're committing murder right yeah yeah. And so we need to be careful that we don't read a scripture like this and go, oh, those stupid religious leaders, how dare they, you know, because when we're harboring hateful thoughts towards others um, that aren't like us or that we don't like what they do or for whatever reason, um, that Jesus says that that's murder that leads yeah. to murder. That is murder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, when you say kind of like how we were thinking about the religious leaders, <clears throat> that's making me think about how like when you read this story about Jesus, how I kind of think about like, oh, the religious leaders are kind of dumb, they're not smart, and that like they're idiots. <laughs> but like, again, like we should love one another, even if it's just words on a paper, we should try and love them. Because even Jesus loved them to the, like, the end, he, he still does. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's easier to call people names, uh, see them as fools than to see, to do what Jesus did, to serve them, even if they don't love him back. Some of them ended up following him. Uh, and so that's quite a lesson for us. You know, we might see someone who has very different values than us in our family or, or in the world. And how are we going to act towards them? Um, are we going to act like God, like Jesus would act towards them? Or are we going to just kind of be selfish towards them and say, oh, they're, they're so wrong, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. We like to give our self-excuses for not serving others. And we need to be careful about that. So um, what do you think if you were in the crowd, what, what would you have gotten swept up into? Or what do you think? Have you, did you think about that? Or when you read this? Honestly, for me, um, just if I, if I really picture myself and like who I am and like all my sins and all the bad stuff, I feel like I would be drawn to hate Jesus just as how they were excited to being kind of like not liking Jesus. Uh, and I feel like, cause for me, I'm one of those people who kind of like to be a part of a crowd and you know, many of us, but once it kind of changes to shifting, I feel like I would lose the side of mind that <laughs> about it, which sounds kind of bad, but. So you think you would be kind of uh, joining the side of the religious leaders if you were just left to your own devices, like you'd, You'd be like, this guy is just going to get us in trouble. Uh, yeah, I think because of the fear of, like, if I say something else, uh, okay. like okay. the fear of what would happen to me, because I feel like that kind of would, that thought would just go through my head is what would happen to me if I start truly saying it out loud. Oh, okay. Which so I, you're being really honest and vulnerable. Yeah. Like, if, if we let this Jesus guy do the kind of thing he's been doing, uh will that lead to people really knowing who i am what i struggle with um and i think that's that's an interesting application of this story like do we want you know real honest uh faith are we are we trying to control god and just have a, a nice controllable religion um you know and i think that that's what the religious leaders were trying to do or are we going to really let god in uh, and let him change us from the inside out. Um, and that's what he wants to do, right? He, he's yeah. saying, you've got to, he brings up the seed, right? And he says, basically, a seed has to die into the earth to become what its potential is. And in the same way, we have to die to leading our own life. We have to die to being the center of our own universe. Um, and if we don't do that, then we're just like a seed who never sprouts, a seed yeah. that never gets put in the earth. We're if we think we're good enough without God and we just love our life without God, you know, we reject God, then God will let us have that life. But Jesus says quite clearly, um, if you do that, if you love your life without God, you're going to eventually lose life. You're losing yeah. what God offers you. You're losing eternal life. Um, but if like a seed, you see, you know, I got to, I got to hate my life without God. I, you know, it's not saying I hate everything about life because God created a beautiful world with lots of blessing in it. But I realize that I'm not just created to be a seed. I have to give up 
my life as I know it now, give up control of leading my own life, give up control of uh, being my own God, and let God lead me. And when you do that, you're essentially using Jesus language, you're essentially saying, I hate my life without God leading it. Yeah. I love lots of things about life in this world, but I hate a life lived by me with me as the leader. Uh, God needs to be my leader, yeah. my savior. And, and so he has this really strong language. He says, whoever loves his life loses it. Whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will be my servant also. If anyone serves me, the father will honor him. So like a seed gives up its seedness in order to have its potential realized. We give up control of our life in order that God can realize our potential of being born again or made new into the new person. God wants us to be forgiven, given the spirit, given a new start in life. And we become people who serve like our God served us. Right. And I, I, I just want to say, I've seen it in your life. Waming. I see so much um, of Jesus in your life, servant hearted, Sir, just you are awesome you you love to serve people i'm not saying you're perfect don't get carried away <laughs> but but you love to serve people you you know um you you serve the youth just so folks know that the stuff he does does for our youth which is multiple hours per week it's all volunteer you're paid you know your part-time paid gig with us is the audio visual stuff but on top of that you volunteer to to serve our youth and serve in the community and you help I'm not going to tell all the good things you do because th th that's not why you do them. But um, I, I just think that's something that God did in you because you, you have become because of Jesus working in you, you've become somebody that doesn't just live for themselves. Uh, you live for God, you live like for God's glory. And, and therefore God is able to work through you and do, do probably more through you than you realize. Uh, yeah. I bet. So um so hopefully I didn't embarrass you by saying that, but uh, so just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So isn't that cool how it ends? Um, if anyone serves me, the the father will honor him. Yeah. God, the father, can you imagine what, I don't know what that is. How, yeah. why is, why is God, the father going to honor us if we really serve him? Um, pretty deep to think about right um we have that scripture i think it's in matthew where it says um that god will say say it's in the parable of the talents if i remember right well done good and faithful servant that uh that god god calls us to serve like he serves and if we really surrender our life to that that there is a there's a point of recognition now we don't we don't serve an order to get the recognition but god does a, tell us about the recognition that, that that we we will be honored by the father or we'll, we will be told well done good and faithful servant and it's so much better to live for god's honor um than for the applause of of people right yeah yeah and i look at the religious leaders and i think they are really distraught in this section because 
the people are not following them right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I just love kind of thinking about like, I always like thinking this about like a puzzle. And in the center, we have this big piece of puzzle. And around the puzzle, we might have like relationships, jobs, or just your hobbies. But we, we need something in the center. And I always think about like how I could put like my job in the center, try and stick a piece there. I can try and fit it all I, all I want, but it's not going to stay. Mm. And then you got to remember like God to be in the center of your life. And when you put that piece, God in the center of your life, it's just kind of, it fits. It's makes life for me a lot better than my try and keep God in the center. Amen. God is the, to be our center, to be our anchor and everything that we have in our lives. If it's, if it's supposed to be in our lives, it needs to be able to connect to him, right? There's some things that once we follow God, we got to get it out of our life, but, but God has to be at the center and it's, he is the one who created all things and he is the one that restores all things through Jesus and, and that's true in our life. So he needs yeah. to be our center. And that's a good word, Wami. Maybe that's your uh, your next video. You could do an okay. image with with a puzzle. And you could you used to make some videos for the yeah. youth. That would be a really good one. Um, I guess you just did make a video with the youth, right? The Halloween I video. Did. Yeah, you, you you're awesome that way. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't have anything else. I guess I just want to invite people to come and, and participate in worship with us. On Sunday, we've got all kinds of opportunities. We've got it on our Facebook uh, channel. We've got a uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Palouse Church. You can see previous worship service services there. We are doing an experimental Zoom. So if you do get the weekly church email or the Sunday morning email and you want to experiment with Zoom, we might try that again this week. If the link's there, we're going to try it. If it doesn't work, then jump on one of the other ones, right? Yeah. Uh, go go over to YouTube or whatever, but we're we're trying that. And then if you feel uh, good about it, um, we are having in-person worship. Mass are currently required, uh, but we are having in-person worship at 9 or 11 a.m. And of course, a bishop place at 1.30 p.m. on Sundays. Yeah. So and we also have, praise God. Oh, yeah, go ahead. We also have Sunday school in between. So that's yeah. that's always a great thing to listen to. The people who do Sunday school, I think, do a great job. They do a good lesson for us when I'm able to watch. But yeah. It's a good opportunity. Preschool through fifth grade, preschool if they're potty trained up through fifth grade, uh, 10, 15, about 40 minutes long. Um, yeah, so kids are welcome to come to that. Parents, you can sit in and watch if you want. Um, if they're over five, they do have to be masked. Um and but it's really they do prepare good lessons fun activities um and uh yeah yeah and i guess they're going to be doing a christmas program again this year i'm excited about that so cool thanks for bringing that up for me um anything else man it's a great day to be thankful (laughs) yeah i'm i'm thankful the covid numbers are going down in our area finally again and in our local community and in the county they're going down and um, a lot of still tough situations out there but thankfully numbers are going down and and we're just 
pray for that to continue. Uh, well, man, it's it's been an honor to host this again with you. We'll see if we do it again uh, next week or, or if Tim's back with us. But uh, yeah. this has been uh, Corey and Wa Ming and the Church on a Hill podcast. And we hope you choose gratitude. See you next time.